It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Sunday and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, there's only one place we can start. That's at the Amex as Brighton smashed Chelsea 4-1 on Graham Potter's return to the South Coast. Unbelievable result. He suffered, of course, his first defeat as Chelsea manager. Don't laugh. Here's how we reacted to it on Game Day Phone with Danny Kelly and Gabby Agbon Lahore. Brighton 4, Chelsea 1. So Roberto De Zerbi gets one over on Graham Potter and his first win and his first home goals. And while Chelsea were a complete mess at the back, it mustn't take anything away from how good Brighton were. Whenever you do something and it doesn't work, you look a bit of a fool. So, um... I have to accept that and I have to deal with that and I have to, I have to do better and I'll learn and, and that's, the part, that's the process. They were fantastic. Um, I don't remember uh, similar games. I think we deserved it and it's been coming, so yeah. I think we needed it and um, we've performed well lately and not got the results and thankfully today we, we managed to get over the line. You can't take away how good Bright were today, but Chelsea were a complete mess. Zebby needed this, he was desperate for a result. He's got it, good credit for it as well. We played a fantastic game in general. And I'm happy for, for them, I'm happy for the, my, my club, for my fans. They were fantastic too, like my players. We really thought that this could be a special season and then to have your, your head coach and your coaching staff ripped out mm. of you, it's just so gutting. I have nothing to say sorry for, I have nothing to apologise for. Uh, I did a good job. You can see the team's a good team. I played against Martin O'Neill when he went to Sunderland as a manager. And you do lift your game sometimes against a manager that has left your club to go to a different club. Yeah. And then Brighton players lifted their game today. They had it in their mind, we're beating Chelsea today. They were all over Chelsea. Potter's gone, so we've had a great time under him. We're thankful for what he's done for the club. But now we've got a new manager in De Zerbi and we're enjoying working under him. And you're going to see lots more improvements and hopefully we can keep going strong. I'm proud to be the, the coach of Brighton, really. Brighton are a good side, I know that. And with the crowd and the atmosphere that they created, they did. They put you under pressure. We made a couple of, I think, unforced errors to start everything off a little bit. We thoroughly deserved it. And um, like I said, the first first half was probably the best first half we played in a long time since since the new gaff has been here. And 
I think we put the game to bed in that first half, yeah. Like I said, I'm not going to throw the players under the bus at all because they've been brilliant for us. They've given everything for me. When it works, everyone's like amazing, the right rotation. But today, why is Aubameyang not starting? You know, why is Chilwell not starting? These players can play two games in a week. I tell you what, this is party capital of the world tonight after Brighton beat Chelsea. Finished here, Brighton 4, Chelsea 1. Now, today with yesterday's Premier League action and Liverpool lost at home to Leeds. Here's how it sounded on game night on TalkSport with Joe Shannon and the former England defender Mickey Gray. The final whistle blows. A famous win at Anfield for Leeds United as Liverpool's Premier League season lurches into crisis. I love football. I just, I just love it. And it's for games like this. What a game of football we have just witnessed at Anfield tonight. The result is everything overshadowing, to be honest, because who cares? We could have played our best game and lose 2-1. It would have feel the same like it feels now. I heard something that Van Dijk hasn't lost here in a league match in five years. Yeah, 70 uh, games. So, or whatever, 70 games, wow. There's no question about it. They are in a position that they do not want to be in. Jurgen Klopp would have thought he'd be a lot closer to Manchester City going into this World Cup. His players going away for a month, coming back, expecting a good, strong half to the second half of the season. They're going to have to find something. It's just it's very intense for us. Obviously, we have a limited squad um, and we have to go through a lot of games. And um, everybody can see that we that we have our problems. So um, and that's um, not to change for tonight, but we will give everything to change from now on. He will be scratching his head, wondering what his best 11 is, where the form has gone, has last season taken too much out of them, getting to two cup finals, the Champions League final, going all the way in the Premier League. Leeds out of the relegation zone, but for Jurgen Klopp's side, a first Premier League home defeat in 30 matches, Liverpool now 13 points off the top of the table, eight points off fourth, and maybe even struggling to make ground in the race for the Champions League. Please give me more Saturday night football because I absolutely love this game tonight. And they will delight in this win, not just long into the night, but they will talk about it for years to come. Yeah, well played. Was that one of the best wins of your career? Yeah, one of the best. I think I remember um, the win uh, against City, you know, uh, with Marcelo was a great win. But yeah, of course, with my performance, I'm very proud. I'm very happy to help the team. So yeah, one of the best, yes, for sure. They've been waiting for that performance. And what a performance tonight. They have worked their socks off. Those players deserve a heck of a lot of credit tonight. Sensational result. We deserve to, to win many games. And sometimes it's the football, you know. And uh, I think we can, I hope we can change, you know, the dynamic of uh, the squad. For us, it was important in our season to find a way to stop the bleeding, to find a way to, to get the job done, to continue the project in the right way, to show belief. So, you know, for me, more than anything, that, that's what we needed. And Leeds have their first Premier League win on this ground in more than 20 years. The most memorable night under the lights on Talk Sport. It has finished Liverpool 1, Leeds United 2. Now, meanwhile, Callum Wilson scored twice as Newcastle stayed in the top four of the Premier League after tonking Aston Villa 4 0 at St James's Park in front of the England manager Gareth Southgate. The game was live and exclusive on Talk Sport 2. Here's the reaction from both managers and the Aston Villa legend Gabby Agbonlahor. And the full time whistle goes at St James's Park. 
and what a happy, happy place this is to be right now. Newcastle consolidate their top four spot by putting four past Aston Villa. You're always trying to push the players to give more, but that was great to watch. St James's Park is a fortress. All the players look confident. Two goals isn't enough. Three goals isn't enough. They look hungry to score more. They could have beat us 6-7-0 today. And it's looking really bright for Newcastle. A couple of signings in January. And they're definitely in for a top four battle. The beauty of this game is next week there'll be another problem. So you have to, um, as I've said many times when you're winning, uh, be very humble and honest in the fact that we can still improve. It's not just the results. It's the performances that we're putting together. We've never had a team, I go back to when I was going in the, the 90s under the Keegan era, we've never had a team where we've been able to score goals and keep a clean sheet. It's either been one or the other. At the minute, we're just living the dream of Newcastle fans because all we've ever wanted is a team that tries. And at the minute, they're trying their hearts out for the full 90 minutes. And it's such and a, and pleasure, a pleasure to watch. Today, uh, Villa were lucky with 4-0. I think it could have been 5 or 6 or 7 in that last half. Momentum's a great thing. I think at the moment, you know, other than... Maybe a Man City, I don't, I don't see why we can't beat anyone. This is the last game that the Aston Villa team wanted to go and play. The atmosphere in the ground, the players are playing with confidence. Another clean sheet for Eddie Howe, just 10 goals conceded. Now they're adding goals to their game. And I wonder what will the watching England manager Gareth Southgate have made of Callum Wilson's two-goal performance. He led the line really well. That was a constant menace for them in behind and, and to feet. Um, he could have had more, he's unlucky not to have more, he's hit the bar. Uh, as you say, I think he's done pretty much everything that he could have done. You know, it's all good saying what you want and what you want to achieve, but then I'm trying to go on the pitch and do my talking with my football. Um, for me, a footballer, that's what I do best, is, is try and play, score goals, and that's all I can do. If they can buy a couple of players in January, Eddie Howe will be thinking, like, just keep going, see where you can finish. It's just excellent. We're all just enjoying our yeah. football, which is all this Geordie's always ever wanted to do. We're riding the wave of positivity, which is also up there. No, I think his goals will take us to a Europa League place quite easily. Seventh is there for the taking. The time for, for talking uh, is, is over, you know. I think it's me to go out on the pitch now and, and show what I can do. And I think, uh, like I say, focus on Newcastle performances and ultimately that will get you in the squad, hopefully. And um, it's down to his decision and I'll just keep working hard. Defensively, they look horrible to play against. You know, you're not going to get many chances. Burn, Botman, Trippier. Just a really complete side at the moment. I'm scared for the teams that are trying to get into Europe because Newcastle are a problem. Questions for Unai Emery to ponder on as he takes over at Villa next week. Today looked like an Aston Villa side that, you know, we we saw this under Steven Gerrard, poor Aston Villa again. Where was that energy from last week, that commitment? And they look like a team that really needs a new manager to come in now and really sort out these players and pick which players he's going to want to keep and which players he wants to move on because... That was a battering today. I've not seen Aston Villa battle like that in a long time. Big things need to change at Villa. You know, we've got rid of the manager and there's no messing about. We've got to get yep. straight in with it. The players aren't performing. It's OK at home, isn't it, when Gerard's been sacked and the fans are all on a fresh start for the players. But to get battered like they did tonight against Newcastle is unacceptable for me. Meanwhile, our live and exclusive Premier League coverage began at the King Power Stadium as Man City moved to the top of the table with a 1-0 win over Leicester. Shortly, we'll hear from the former England defender Stuart Pearce. But first, here's Brendan Rodgers and Pep Guardiola. Guardiola, no one really knows, who both spoke to TalkSport after the game. 
Manchester City eventually emerged from their travel chance to go back to the top of the Premier League for 24 hours at least. They've condemned Leicester to their first defeat here at the King Power Stadium for the first time since the 1st of September. Massive victory for us. Leicester arrived in the best moment of the season with four victories in or no lose in the last five. And know how difficult it is always here in Leicester. So, big victory with the leaders today and we'll see what happens. Listen, you're playing against arguably the best team in the world. So the key going into the last 20, 25 minutes was to make sure we're in the game. And the players responded to that. I mean, we're unfortunate not to get something in the end. They're not in a good moment, Leicester, in the main, you know, the way the season started. So, listen, they'll be a little bit disappointed. They've had as many chances, potentially, as Manchester City have. So, But City probably just had that little bit more know-how. Yeah, it's so important. You know, we have two games left, both at home, Fulham and Brentford. And uh, if we are able to, you know, to, to get the points, we are going to finish up there qualify for the Champions League he was the main target and up there and after World Cup when we come back we'll see what happens Brendan will go into a press conference and say look we had a go we hit the crossbar and a world class goal has, has beaten us Manchester City will say well thank you very much we didn't play great we've been away in Europe and we picked up three points and moved on and we're top of the league it's not the result we want it. We, we entered into the game to get a result and we've had some good results against Man, Manchester City. But I think we showed again our resilience in the game and showed that concentration. The team's grown. There's areas that we can be better in, of course. But uh, but yeah, it was, it was another step in terms of that mindset and that mentality. Pep Guardiola, by the end of the match, looked like a cat on a hot tin roof. He was panicking. But in the end, his team got over the line. Your season is not going to be defined about your results against Manchester City. It's about all those teams that they play in, in and around them. And uh, as I say, those are the games that they've got to make sure if they're going to go up the table that they get the ascendancy in points. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh. 
And we end today with some egg chasing and the Autumn Nation series began live and exclusive on TalkSport 2 yesterday as Scotland lost to Australia. Here's the best bits from the game at Murrayfield with Andrew McKenna and Scotland's all-time leading point scorer, Chris Patterson, calling the action. The whistle has gone from Luke Pearce and Blair Kinghorn gets the Autumn Series 2022 up and running. Price will bring it back to the left-hand side where Bennett oh. has a lovely ball. Opportunity for Ollie Smith. Oh. Ollie Smith steps back inside and scores. A couple of small steps into the ball, strikes it. It's got a natural draw on it and it hooks back from inside the right hand upright. And Australia are on the board with a successful penalty from Bernard Foley. It's been worked into midfield and lost. Now hacked through oh. by Scotland and Blair Kinghorn's leading the foot race five metres outside the 22 kicks the ball through bounces up can Blair Kinghorn gather yes he can and scores Scotland lead 15-6 but here come Australia and it's the skipper James Slipper who goes over for the try it's his third try in a hundred and twenty international appearances strikes it right footed and Foley he is good from the kicking tee this afternoon. Four from four, and more significantly, Australia lead once again. Scotland 15, Australia 16. Now it's all about the ball. One, two, three, steps into the ball, strikes it! He's pulled it across, no! Just wide of the left hand upright. Blair Kinghorn can't land it, and it is into touch. He found that piece of space and the gap that he needed to put the ball into touch on the right-hand side. And the Hopeton Cup goes to Australia. Well, that's it for another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast thingamajig. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app, wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure, of course, you hit that subscribe button. I'm back tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show returns at 4pm alongside Darren Bent reacting to all the weekend's football. We're doing an OB, don't you know? Stands for outside broadcast. Makes no difference to you. I don't know what I've told you. Anyway, there will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talks about Daily Podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.